Okay, before we start the Mishnah, we're going to give a little bit of an introduction. We have a, f- a couple more minutes for the Chazara time that we usually do each night, so we're going to try to give a little bit of an introduction to what Saita is and uh, some of the details that we're going to cover in the first parak. Okay, so a Saita, if a man suspects his wife that she was not faithful, so he's Makana her, he warns her, and he tells her, as we'll see in the Mishnah, do not seclude yourself with so-and-so. Now there's a machleikas, whether this so-and-so, whether the person who she suspected of having an affair with can be related. Does it have to be someone that there's an iser yichotu or even a brother or a father can be someone that you could give the hasra for? There's a machleikas, as we'll see in the Gemara, whether this giving hasra, that, she's give, that he's giving hasra to her and warning her, is that a mitzvah? Or is that something that he's able to do, but he's not required to do it? Um, there's a machlekes, as we'll see. Is this hasra done with Adim? Do Adim have to witness that he gave her hasra or not? Um, and then, if, he, if she's nistero, if she secludes herself with this person, and again, we'll have a machlekes, whether that has to be with Adim or not, then you, begin, you continue on to the next step of the process of, of Saito. However, if there's one aid that says that after there was Kinoi, the warning, and there was Stira, then there was one aid, even one aid, as we'll see in the Gemara, that says that she was actually Mizana with this person, that person, the aid Echad, is believed, as we'll see in the Gemara, because there's Raglaim Ledavar, there's enough circumstantial evidence that to suggest that actually she was Mizana and therefore she's believed. Now, You know on Zoom when you get the feedback? I'm getting a little feedback. Anyone else hearing? Is that disturbing anyone else? Okay. <laughs> the next step is you go up to Yerushalayim. The Bezdin sends two Aidim, two Tamid Chachamim, that are going to go with the husband and wife to Yerushalayim. They're going to be there, as the Gemara will say, because of an Isser Yichud. Once there's stira, after the warning, once there's a stira, meaning the seclusion between this person and the woman, the, man, the husband and wife are forbidden to have relations with each other, and therefore you have to send two tamidi chacham, as the Gemara will say, up to Yerushalayim, to the Bezdin Hagodah, where she's going to drink the Mesaitu. Once she gets there, Bezdin in the, in the, uh, in the Beis HaMikdash tries to convince her to admit that... She was actually Mizana, because if she doesn't admit, they're going to have to go through the whole process, of, which includes erasing the Shem Hashem, which is obviously something which is very severe. Therefore, they try to convince her to, um, to be Maida. If she's not Maida, if she doesn't admit, and she stays firm in her, in her claim that she's Tahira, then they're going to write, the Kayin is going to write the Parsha Saita, which you can look in Parshas Nasai, where it has the whole Parsha Saita. Then they erase it. They take the earth. We'll see in the Gemara exactly where they got the earth from and the water from. They mix it together. They make a shvua. She has to swear. That's the Pasuk tells us what, she, what she's swearing about, that she was not Mazana with this person. She was not Mazana with anyone. She was not Mazana before the Nesuin, you know, between the Kedushin and the Nesuin. And then they force her to drink it, because at this point already, they erased the water, erased the name of Hashem, and if she doesn't drink it, then it was for naught. In other words, if she's Maida now, 
then they erased it for no good reason, and therefore they, can, they try to force her or convince her that she should go through with it and drink it. If she was Timea, if in fact she had committed adultery, then she would explode. Her body would explode. The Gemara explains, we'll see in the, in the Hemshech HaGemara, that how exactly it happened. There was a progression, starting with the body parts that were involved in the Avera. They would immediately take her out of the Azara so she shouldn't um, defile the Beis HaMikdash, and she would have this gruesome death. If she was Tahira, so then not only would she not die, but she would actually have schuyas and she would have children. Um, if she had children, she would have them easier. And the Gemara discusses everything, all, everything that would happen if <coughs> she was Tahira. Now, if a woman is Timei, if in fact she was Mizana, sometimes it's possible that in fact she won't die at all or she won't die immediately. And that is a number of ways the Gemara will discuss. One of them is if there are Edim in Medina Sayyam that know about the Tumah, but they're just, we're not aware of them. But there are Edim out there that know about it. That's according to one opinion. That's going to be something that will cause the death not to happen. Or if she has certain schusim, certain schuyas, merits that will cause that the death won't happen, either at all or not immediately. And that we'll see in the Hemshech HaGemara as well. Okay, that's basically the tzura of what we're talking about. There's a story that the Gemara is going to talk about. We'll see. Um, the the Medrash talks, I don't know if it's actually Gemara later on, that there, was a, there were two identical sisters, and what this will conclude the introduction, there were two identical sisters who, one of them was Mizana, was a Saita, but in fact she was Tamea. So she sent her sister, her husband didn't even recognize, I guess, she sent her sister up to Yerushalayim to drink the Mesaita. She drank the Mesaita, the waters of Saita, that's what it's called, Mesaita, and she didn't die, obviously. She came back home, she gave her sister a hug, you know, Bar Hashem, we were successful in this um, scheme, and the breath from the sister who drank it went on to the sister who was actually committed adultery, and she immediately blew up. That's the Kayach of the Mehamorim. The Boyal actually also, the one who was Mizana, the one who she was Mizana with, also blows up. One more thing I forgot to say is that if the husband is not Menukami oven, if the husband is not a tzaddik, then the whole thing doesn't work. Meaning if, if, he, if he either had relations with her after she was a saita, and according to other, some opinions, even if, she, if he had any other arayas isser that he violated, then the mesaita is not going to work at all for his wife. Okay? Any questions? Yeah. Yeah. The purpose is to... Take away any chashash. If you look at Emes Liyakov al Okay, so we'll see in the Gemara. We'll see in the Gemara. The Gemara is not talking about why, and that's why it's a machalik, it's about it. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. I was just going to say, is, is, is that basically the entire Masechta? No, the Masechta includes a lot of different things. That's the first, the main Saita topic. There's going to be a lot of other things, many, many different halachas, just like we had in Sukkah, even more. Maybe of different halachas. Yeah. yeah. Does, does the Ba'at have to specify a single individual that she has to avoid being uh, associated with? Or could it be two? Or could it be just in general? I don't want you to exclude anyone. Okay, so that's a good question. It definitely, according to most opinions, it has to be with specific people. According to some opinions, it could be t- multiple people. 
Um, it would have to be at the same time, maybe, and that's a discussion. But yes, it has to be with a specific, it can't just be with the whole entire world, that there can't be that. That's according to most, that's the basic opinion. You'll find opinions from Rishonim that say that it could be anyone, but it's hashtag is that it has to be specific person or specific people. Okay? Yeah. Well, we don't know that she was not Mazana. Or even if we do know that she wasn't Mazana, but if there was seclusion, then already she drinks the Mesaita. Right, but I'm just saying in the world of theory, if she secludes her, she's not Mazana, she drinks the Mesota, and then she's fine, right? She doesn't blow up. She will not, correct. That's correct. Well, what if the husband just wants to divorce her and not receive the blessings? Like, so, so that's excellent question. So that's when the machlekas of whether it's a mitzvah to do it or it's a rishus, as we'll see in the Gemara in a few weeks or next week, as Hashem, um, that question of whether it's a mitzvah that I have to do or it's something that if I want to do it. But, um, and we'll see, it's going to be nafkaminas as well. We could, we could keep that in mind as we go through the beginning of the Gemara and we'll see different opinions of what, which one it could be, yeah. Admitting? Should we, should we implement the zarring and just start? <laughs> I, we, um, could be. We're gonna have, we're gonna give some leeway, but yes, that's a good point. Correct. We'll see. We'll see how the publicity gets into the plays. Gets, you know, takes um, plays a pl- prominent role. The publicity of it and what it's supposed to. That's true. Now, the zoring that, that Michael was referring to, as we had in the in the olden days, was a certain person. Inst- one of the former members instituted a uh, a czar rule, which meant that if if someone was asking a question that was deemed off topic by anyone or whatever it is, if it's enough that it's off topic, then they zarred that person. And we went on further. I was telling Yechon about it before. But, um, so, that's what Michael's referring to, and we'll, we'll see what, how it could work. <laughs> okay. Let's learn the mission. That's a little bit late. Let's, let's, uh, let's start the mission and see what we can do. Okay, please, 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 write. I, I, some of you are new. Please write as much as you can. Whatever it's going to take, to make it that when you look at the Gemara, when we chazer afterwards, when you look at the Gemara tomorrow, you can look at it and know what it is. Whatever it is, please. Please, that's the one personal request I have. And uh, I, I will be much obliged. Hamakana le'ishtoi, one who warns his wife. So Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi Eliezer says that this person who's warning his wife, he's telling her, as the mission will explain, and the Gemara will explain, Warning her not to seclude with a certain person. Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi Eliezer says, He warns her, With two Edim, the two Edim witness that he gave her this warning. And after the warning was given, he can give her to drink. And he can give her to drink by using one aid, meaning even if one aid saw that she was secluded with this person. I don't need to have two Aiden that saw that she was that she violated his warning and secluded with um, the person who was warned about. Oyal piatzmai, 
or it could even be al by the husband himself. Meaning, if the husband saw, again, Ruvain tells his wife Rachel, "Don't seclude with Shimon." That has to be done. Says Eliezer That has to be done with two Adim witnessing the warning. Once the warning was given with these two Adim, so if she, if Rachel secludes with Shimon, whether I have one aid that's doing that, or even if Reuven himself she's, sees that she was secluded with Shimon, then he's able to go on to the next step to bring her up to Yerushalayim to give her to drink for the Mesai. Mashka means to drink her, meaning to, to continue on to the next part of the process of giving her to drink the Mesaita, the, the Saita waters. Rabbi Yeshua, Aimer, Rabbi Yeshua disagrees with Rabbi Yezer and he says, I agree with you that he warns her using two Adim. Two Adim have to see that interaction. And Umashka Alpishnaim. Says Rabbi Yeshua, I disagree with Rabbi Yezer. One aid or the person, the husband himself, seeing that Rachel secluded with Shimon is not sufficient. I have to have two Adim that saw that she was secluded. That's the Machlaikas of Eliezer and Rabbi Yeshua. Ketzad Mikanalo says the Mishnah, how does he do this warning? How does he give her this warning? Omar Now, this is a little bit, this next part of the Mishnah is a little bit confusing just because the Gemara is going to actually say there's a Chsurim Nechsura in the Mishnah. But for now, we'll read the Gemara as it says. Omar Lov He says to her in front of two Edim. Al Tidabri, do not speak in Ishploini with that person. Vidibra Imoi, and he spoke with she spoke with him. Meaning the, the, the Mishnah is giving us a case that's not really, as I explained in the introduction, it's not really what the warning is. Okay, so the Gemara is going to explain that it's a khsur mechsur, meaning there's words missing. So again, Aymar Labafneshtaim, he says to her in front of two Aidim, Al Tidabri, do not speak in Ishploini with so and so. Vidibra imoy, and she spoke with him. Adayin he muteres, she is still muteres. Adayin he muteres, she is still muteres. Lebesa to her husband, to her house. Meaning, she's mutter to have relations with her husband because she didn't violate a, a, a hasra, a warning that constitutes a, a warning of saita. Umuteres of a truma. And she's also mutter to eat truma. So again, the Mishnah is telling us, if he said to her, don't speak with so-and-so, and she violated that, and she spoke with so-and-so, even though she didn't listen to him, okay, as we'll see in the Gemara, the hasra, the warning wasn't considered a hasra, the violation wasn't considered a violation, and therefore she's still muteres, adayni muteres lebeso, she's still muttered to her house, meaning she's muttered to have relations with her husband, umuteres lechav truma, and she's muttered to eat truma. Says the Mishnah, If she went in with him, to a secluded place, to a secluded area, and she waited with him. Literally means she waited, but it means that she stayed with him, with this person, for this Kadei Tumah, for the time that it takes for the Isser, the Arayas, the Znus to happen, Kadei Tumah. Enough time for tumah, for defilement to happen. Asura lebeso. So since she violated the warning and she had the seclusion, asura lebeso. She's usher to her house, meaning she's usher to have relations with her husband. Vaasura lechol betruma, and she's usher to eat truma, meaning if her husband is a kayin and she's a bas yisrael. So the only reason why she's allowed to eat truma is because she's married to a kayin. If she has children, maybe, what? Is it 
There's an Isser. There's an Isser. So, so if she has tall white male children later on because she was tougher. Yeah. If she ate true That's a good question. We're going to start that. Asura, so, so at this point, I'm sorry, but that's great. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to, to do it. Asura, we all know. Asura lechol betruma, and she's still us. She's going to be usher to eat truma until she drinks from the mei saita, and it's shown that she was tahira, that she's, she did not commit the sin. Yeah. Yeah. Nichnasa imai, if she entered with him, meaning after the warning, nichnasa imai, she entered with him, with this so and so, with Shimon, lebeisa seiser to a secluded place, vishoha saimai, and she stayed with him in this secluded place, kedei tuma. The amount of time that it takes for defilement, and the Gemara will, will talk about that. Asura Lebesa, she's usher to her house, meaning she is usher to have relations with her husband. Vasura Lechel Truma, and she is forbidden from eating Truma. The Imeis, and if the husband dies, if Ruvain dies, the Imeis, and if Ruvain dies before he has a chance to give her to drink from the Meisaita, She's going to do chalitza to Reuven's brother. And she doesn't do yivim. The Gemara will discuss why not. But the point is that on the basic pshat, since there is a somewhat of a sever, severed relationship, their relationship has been severed to a certain degree. Therefore, number one, she's asura lebeisa. She's asur uh, to have relations with her husband. She's asura lech of a truma. She's not letting truma end. If he dies before she drinks from the Mesaita, then we have to be concerned that there was some kind of tuma, and therefore all she does is chalitza, but she does not do yibum to Ruven's brother. Yeah. Okay, excellent, excellent question. We'll see in the Gemara. The Gemara brings that exact point up. But yes, that is true. That if the husband were to see her, or he could claim to see her, then, then she would be us or once that happens. It's true. Yeah. Okay. We usually stop at 9.15. Yeah. The mission is or Yeah, well, we're, we're the, the mission is actually just saying whether you go like Rabbi or Rabbi Yeshua, just fit it in to whichever opinion you're going with. That what the mission is chaser in is exactly what the hasra, what the warning is. The warning is not about talking, it's about going into seclusion. So we'll see in the Gemara. We usually stop, stopped a minute ago, but we went a little bit over. Let's just do a couple lines in the Gemara, just to satisfy um, everyone. Says the Gemara, Michti. Okay, now the way we're going to translate Michti, the way I translate it is the way I was taught by my ninth grade Rebbe, Rebbe Simcha Kuk. Michti means since. It doesn't mean let us see, it means since. You can write whatever you'd like and translate whatever you'd like. The way I'm going to translate is since. Okay? Michti tano. Since the tano. Min nazir salik. He left from nazir. Meaning, the previous mesechta before saita is nazir. So michti, since. Tano, the tano. Meaning the mesader ha-mishnah. Min nazir salik. From meseches nazir. He just left. Meaning he just finished. He completed meseches nazir. My tono, what did he teach in Meseches Nazir? My tono, what did he teach in Meseches Nazir? The katana Saita. That he went after Nazir to go straight to Saita. What is the connection between Nazir and Saita? The Gemara sometimes asks this question and sometimes not. 
That's not for right now. Falkafanam, the Gemara is asking this question. Michti Tano mi Nazir Solik. Since the Tano just left Mesachas Nazir, my Tano, Mesachas Nazir talks about Nazirus when a person says he's not going to drink wine, he's not going to do all these things, he has to let his hair grow long, etc. So my Tano, what did it teach of Mesachas Nazir? To Katana Saita. That it taught Saita after Mesachas Nazir. Answers the Gemara, Kidder Rebbe, like Rebbe. Titania, as we learned in Abraisa, Rebbe Oimer, Rebbe says, Lama nismacha, parshas nazir parshas saita, Lama nismacha, why, why, why is there a juxtaposition between parshas nazir and parshas saita? Why does the Torah put parshas nazir after parshas saita? And the, I mean, of course, we have to put things next to each other. So, what's the Pshat and the Rebbe's question? So, I, I saw from a Talmud of the Rajba who says that the Kasha is Nazir talks about such Kedusha, a Kaddish, right? Someone who's abstaining from, from physical enjoyment. And then we go straight to talk about a Saita, a woman who's, who's suspected of committing adultery. That's Pshat and Rebbe's question. My, why is the Torah, Lama Nizmacha, why is the Torah juxtaposing these two Parshias? that not only are not, don't seem to be similar, they seem to be extreme opposites, that a Nazir is a holy person and a Saita is a lowly person. That's right, because we're using the so that Rebbe said this with regard to what it says in the Chumash to explain why he was misad in the Mishnah like that. So again, because the Tan has learned to the Brisa, Rebbe, Oimer, Rebbe says, Lama Nismacha, Parshas Nazir, La Parshas Saita. Why is there a juxtaposition between Parshas Nazir and the Parsha of Saita and the Torah? Loimar Lach, this is coming to tell you. Shakal Haraya Saita Bikilkula. Anyone who sees, Shakal Haraya, that all who see Saita Bikilkula, a Saita in her, in her in disgrace. We're not only talking about when she blows up. This is even if she doesn't blow up. Rabbi Yashif says, we're not talking about Dafka when she blows up. Shakal haraya saita bikalkula, anyone who sees a saita in her disgrace, as the Gemara will explain, the disgrace that she went through, yazir atzmai min hayayin. He should, he should distance himself from wine. Any, any wits to that? Meaning you have to take a lesson from it and make it practical. I'm saying who, who, who is that? We'll, see in, the, we'll okay. see in the Gemara later. Okay, but that's what Rebbe said. The reason why the Torah is telling us to do these two things is to tell, to tell you, all who see a saita in her disgrace, they should distance themselves from indulging too much in wine. And therefore, we have the parsha of Nazir and Saita next to each other. Just like in Chumash it's like that, so too we taught Meseches Nazir right before Saita. Once we're talking about Nazir, then we talk about Saita because the two are related. Frakti Gemara, your question. Simcha's question. Velisni Saita, let the Mishnah teach. The halacha of Saita first. Vahadr listening Nazir. And then it should say Nazir. Now, if I were to ask you, why did Simcha ask that question? Say Saita first, and then say Nazir. Why? Okay, so that's how I would understand the question. Is that why you asked the question? Because practically that's what happens, right? Usually what happens is you see the Saita. Right, right. In other words, the, the chronological order is that Nazir comes after Saita. Right, right. What is that? So that's what Rashi says. 
I would I when I when you read the Gemara, uh, Daniel is saying that the Gemara's question, and Rashi says the Gemara's question is not practical. That you, you see the Saita and then chronologically you go to Nazir afterwards. No, the Torah puts Nazir before Saita. I'm sorry, Saita before Nazir. So if the Torah puts Saita before Nazir, I'm sorry. Yeah, the Torah puts Saita and then Nazir. So if the Torah puts Saita and then Nazir, so we should go in that order. What? It's right next to it. It's right next to it. But the point is, the Gemara is Kasha again. Practic Gemara, the listening Saita, let it teach Saita. The listening Nazir, and then it should teach Nazir afterwards. The Gemara's question is because the Torah's order is Saita and then Nazir. The Gemara's question is not because, practically speaking, the Saita Parsha happens first, and then the result of that is the Parsha of Nazir. I'm just pointing that out, it was something that was interesting to me to see that by says the reality of the Torah, of what the Torah puts in order, is more chashev than just, well, that's the practical order. That's not. That's, yeah, okay, but, okay, but I don't need. That's, okay. Answers the Gemara. ID, since. ID, since. The Tanuk Subis, that the Tana taught Subis, meaning the Masadar Hamishnah taught Subis. The Tana Hamadir. And in Misaches Subis, it taught the Perek of Hamadir, which is talking about Nadarim, vows. So therefore, Tana Nadarim. So therefore, the Tana, the next Masech they put was Nadarim. Because that has a relationship to Subis. In Meseches Ksubis, it also talks, it has a parak called Parak Hamadir, which talks about Nedarim, and therefore it taught Nedarim, therefore it taught Nedarim afterwards. And since it says Nedarim, it taught Nedarim, so it taught Nazir right after that because Nazir is a, Nazirus is a kind of vow. Because it's similar to Nedarim. And then subsequently, Vikatani not Saita, and we taught Saita to the Rebbe to fulfill what Rebbe said. So we need to say it like this. Really, we should have put Saita and then Nazir, because that's what it says in the Torah. The whole reason how we got here, however, we started with Ksubis, that was earlier. Once we said Ksubis, in Ksubis it said Hamadir, which is a parak that talks about vows. So then we want to put right next to that Nadarim, because Nadarim is the obvious choice to go right after that, because it says Parak Hamadir. Once we say Nadarim, so Nazir is very similar to Nadarim because that's a kind of a vow. So we put Nazir there. And since we have Nazir, so then we put Saita right afterwards because, like Rebbe said, that Saita and Nazir are related. Yeah. Would Rebbe really be moda to foregoing the order of the Parshios and foregoing the logic both? I'll tell you the truth. Who was the one that put the order in the Mishnahis? It was Rebbe himself. It can't be him that put the order? Because then the Gemara wouldn't ask the question? I hear. It's a good question. But Pashtas Rebbe was the one that put the made the order of the Mishnayas. <laughs> it's a good question.